with us to Job the 28th chapter Job 28 and uh, very thankful to see you here today and pray that the Lord will strengthen you in every way before you leave here to amen the Bible said in Job 28 and verse 12 but where shall wisdom be found and where is the place of understanding? Well, we're searching for wisdom and understanding here. Job is in the 28th chapter. Where shall wisdom be found? Where is the place of understanding? Then he asked again in the 20th verse. Whence cometh wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? So... Where is it and where does it come from? Wisdom and understanding. Then he comes down to the 28th verse. That's Job 28, 28. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. If so he was, Job is searching for wisdom and understanding. and uh, But he comes down in the 28th verse at the end of the chapter. He said, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. 
and to depart from evil is understanding. I'm so glad that we have the word of the Lord today, don't you? And the words wisdom and understanding appear together in 53 verses in the Bible. The first mention is in Exodus 31 and 1. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezaliel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and all manner of workmanship. My goodness, he was gifted to build God's house. Oh, man, I'm telling you what, we need some more Bezaliels to rise up amongst us that these men that God has put the spirit of God, of spirit of wisdom and spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge and all manner of workmanship that is placed within them. My Lord. And the Bible said in Exodus uh, 35 and 30, the, uh, it said, Moses said unto the children uh, uh, of Israel, See, the Lord hath called by name Bezalel, uh, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. He hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and knowledge, and all manner of workmanship. He hath put in his heart that he may teach both he and Holiab. Them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work, to work all manner of work. Lord have mercy. I will tell you, the greatest need that we have is for the power of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, to start filling men and women with this wonderful spirit of knowledge and understanding and wisdom and this workmanship and this ability. Man, we need people that can know what to do in this hour. The Bible said in Exodus 36 and 1, Then wrought uh, uh, Bezaliel uh, and Aholab, every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom. The Lord put it in them. The Lord put wisdom. The Lord put understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary according to all that the Lord had commanded. And the Bible said, And Moses called Bezalel and Aholia, every wise man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom. So it makes me to understand that there's one thing. Wisdom is not a natural thing to us. It has to be from the Spirit of God. It is a gift that comes from God. And there is such a crying need for God-called men to rise up to the work in this hour. I got one yes and another yes. Man, we are in desperate need of Spirit-filled, Holy Ghost-filled people full of the Holy Ghost and unable to minister and take care of the church and our families in this evil hour. The last mention to understanding the end times in Revelations 13 and 12, the Bible says it's talking about this wicked one. He exerciseth 
all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He does great wonders. He makes fire come down from heaven to the earth and the sight of men. And the Bible said, And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. You better not be placing your experience on miracles. So you better not be placing your experience on miracles. You better be placing your experience on one thing. Thus saith the word of the Lord. That is the basis for everything. And if it's the word of the Lord there, then we will stand upon it. Amen. And so the Bible tells us, what does it tell us to do? To try the spirits and see whether they are of God. And so he deceiveth them by those miracles which he had power to do. And, uh, uh, and that he should make an image to the beast which had the wound by his sword and did live and had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. I want us to see this. And he calls of all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Here is wisdom. Let him who hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six, or the six hundred and sixty-six. But I want you to look at this. This man by miracles, he causes the image of the beast. Amen. And he causes people to worship that. And he causes that image of the beast to speak. And they are talking about now that artificial intelligence is able to cause. And they're trying to meld the computer uh, with humanity. And, and I don't know what all they're going to try to do. But I know here this, the, the beast here, this beast causes this this. The image here of the beast, he causes it to speak. And he causes it, and he causes those to worship that beast. And he causes such evil. And I'm telling you what, there's such a need for God-empowered men to rise up now. Amen. There's such a, a need for God-empowered men to stand forth and have the power of the Holy Ghost. Men full of wisdom. Men full of understanding to guide us in these last days. Listen. Wisdom is not something that can be put on like a garment. Amen. Wisdom is a condition of the heart. And wisdom is a gift from God. Wisdom is God-given character. Amen. Wisdom begins by fearing the Lord and grows as the knowledge of God in that person increases. The barren wilderness of human beings and carnal thinking cannot produce wisdom. Look at what's going on in our laws and in our political system in America. It is the lack of of spiritual wisdom. Man, am I saying something wrong? The pathetic wisdom of this world is absolute foolishness with God, is it not? 
Amen. No human being can truly be wise until he is partaker of God's goodness and God's spirit. And, he, and notice here, he, he filled, he filled them with wisdom and understanding. It is a gift from God to have that knowledge and workmanship. And I'm so amazed when I see men who have that gift. Your, your, your dad, I was asking him, Debbie, uh, Mesa, where did you learn to be a mechanic? He said, I, I just, he said, I was 16 years old when I left home. And uh, uh, Brother Breeding got to talking to me the other day. He said, I grew up with Maisel. I grew up uh, with his older brother there. And, uh, and, he said, uh, and he said, that's the first grave I ever helped dig was Aunt Laurie a day. Uh, Maisel's grandma. They lived on Horse Ridge there off a pea patch. And he began to tell me all those things about going to school with them and stuff. But uh, Maisel uh, left home and went to Kingsport, Tennessee. His uncle had a garage there in Kingsport. And, uh, and there he was, uh, had him cleaning up and doing a few things. And Maisel said, he said, Uncle, if you'll let me, I can rebuild that engine. So how can you do it? He said, I'll show you. And, and from, the, from the time he was 16 years old, what was it? It was a God-given gift. And I, I talked about there that uh, Brother Ralph had that truck that they couldn't get it to quit using oil. And, uh, and, and he asked Mother if she had a Sears and Roebuck catalog, Roebuck catalog. And he took sheets out of that catalog. And he um, uh, did something there. And, uh, but he Fixed that to where that truck quit using oil. Sears and Roebuck catalog. Amen. I used that. My goodness. I'm telling you what. There is a gift. There's a gift of workmanship. There's a gift of wisdom and knowledge and understanding that only God gives. Amen. Oh, God. Amen. No human being can be truly wise. You cannot be try wise until you have God's Spirit coming in your life. That place that we receive it is called Calvary. Jesus, God's wisdom, offered Himself and He perished for us on Calvary so that we would not have to perish. He died for us and gave us the right to the tree of life. Oh, to be the recipient of it, you must be willing to submit yourself completely and entirely to Jesus. And when you do, there will be a transformation in your life. My goodness. Oh, God. I want us to understand foolishness and evil go together. Amen. But I want you to know wisdom and holiness are twin sisters. And if you don't like holiness, you'll never obtain wisdom. You hear me? If you don't like to live a holy, clean life, you will never obtain to, to holiness because wisdom and holiness are twin sinners, sisters. So to hate evil is to depart from evil. If you are going to live for God, you've got to depart from evil. Oh, it's only obtained by total submission to Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm trying my best to help you. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, verse 1 Hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes, the judgments which I teach you. For to do them that you may live. I want you to understand. 
everything that the Bible puts in here, I don't understand why people will be against it. The commands that are say, uh, they say nothing but don't, 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 don't. And then there's a lot of do, do, do's in here. But I want you, you, the things that it tells us to do and the things it tells us not to do are for our benefit. They're not arbitrary things that will destroy you. The Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. That will destroy you. So you don't need to be killing. Don't be stealing. Don't be doing those things that are arbitrary to what is good and right. And so the Lord said, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and the judgments which I teach you for to do them that you may live. Anybody here want to live and have a good life? My Lord, it's available to you through Jesus Christ. The Bible said there in verse 2 of Deuteronomy 4, You shall not add unto the word which I command you, command you, neither shall you diminish out from it. And of course, the book of Revelation tells us the same thing. So in the, in the book, the, uh, the five books of Moses, here it tells us not to add to it or take away. When we come to the book of Revelation, it tells us again, don't add to it, don't take away, because if you add to it, amen, you, you understand he'll take your name out of the book of life. And so what we need to do is do what the Bible said. Keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. You saw what the Lord did unto Baal Peor for all the men that followed Baal Peor. The Lord thy God hath destroyed them from among you. My Lord, when you fail, when you fail to follow the word of the Lord, people fail because of idol worship taught by Moab and Midian's daughters through Balaam, Balaam's counsel. But I'm telling you what, we need to get a hold of the word of the Lord and follow its precepts. But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive every one of you this day. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments even as the Lord my God commanded me that ye should do so in the land. Keep and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations which shall hear all these statutes. Surely this great nation is a wise and an understanding people. Oh, I want you to understand when we read the word of the Lord and live by the word of the Lord, he gives us God-given abilities. No wonder America has become the great nation that it is because, amen, we founded this nation upon the principles of the word of the Lord and we are having problems because we are removed ourselves from the principles of the word of God I was so glad to hear this week I don't know if any of you listened to it but President Trump had a meeting there this week uh, at the White House and he allowed he brought in children from public schools all across the country they were Muslim they were Jewish and they were Christian and, uh, and they, they gave their testimonies about how that their schools forbade them to pray. My goodness. And I remember, I remember when that ruling came out. I was a student at Richlands Elementary School. And they told them that they could not read and pray with their students. My goodness. It's very similar to the way we do at the Christian school. Every day we read Bible stories. 
we, we did the Pledge of Allegiance and we prayed together. Even when I was in the high school, I belonged to the Key Club. And, and, ever, and it was my responsibility ever so often to get on the PA system. Everybody stopped in homeroom. Everybody stopped and gave attention because we read a devotion and we prayed over the public address system over the entire school. My Lord. And when and you look at what has happened to our country when the Supreme Court outlawed prayer and Bible reading from our schools. And you understand when you sow to the wind, you got to reap the whirlwind. In America, we're having those things. But I want somebody that will be full of the wisdom and the power of God and have understanding to know how to take care of us in this evil hour and so there we understand the Bible said in 1 Chronicles 22 and 12 only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding I'm telling you what he's the only one he's the only one isn't it wonderful to have these lights and to have the knowledge of electricity. Do you know there was a, a little boy? Man, he was very, very poor. His shoe, the sole was loose from his shoes. And he was there in class in England. And, uh, and so the teacher asked him, said, what's your name? His name was Michael Faraday. Amen. And he couldn't speak plain. And he said, my name is Michael Faba day. And so the teacher made fun of him and embarrassed him in front of the kids. And they, they did all this stuff to him. And it was so humiliating to little Michael. But Michael got a hold of God one day. And the Spirit of God came on him. And he began to have understanding about electricity that no one had ever done. And we know if you have, have anybody has had any electricity classes, you will run into the name of Michael Faraday. Oh, he is the founder. And and he said, they said, Michael, how did you how did you put these principles together? And he said, God spoke them to me. God gave them to me. Oh, Daniel. Amen. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how in the world are you guys able to do what you're doing? We will not bow to this world. We're not going to drink the, the king's wine. We're not going to have any part of the filthiness of this world. We want only what God's got for us. And God empowered them with wisdom and power and anointing beyond this world. So I'm begging today for the call to go forth for you brothers to seek the face of God. For the Lord to, to put move on your heart that you will seek the face of God. I beg you for you sisters and you mothers. We've got to have godly mothers that will rise up and teach us and give us wisdom and understanding that we may follow in the ways of the Lord and we can escape the darkness and evil that is enveloping our land. Can you say amen please? Oh, God. The Bible said only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding and give thee charge concerning Israel that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. I'm telling you what, I get so, I get so tired of people fussing about legalism. 
I, I'm, you understand, I'm not, I understand we're saved by grace through faith. It is the gift of God. But there is a life that we must live once we are born again. Hello. There is a life of cleanliness and separation that we must live once we are born again. And so here he said, Thou then shalt thou prosper if thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments. Be strong and of good understanding. Dread not, nor be dismayed. I heard a preacher, and he was talking about legalism. And I understand, Jesus, we do not live under the ceremonial law of the Old Testament. We don't have to go do sacrifices and get a lamb and a turtle dove and a pigeon, all of those things. We don't have to do that. Jesus said, I never came to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. You must understand that Jesus never came to destroy anything of the true basis of the word of the Lord he came to fulfill the ceremonial part so we don't have to go to a priest and offer a turtle dove or a lamb and go through the the sin offering because Jesus Christ is our sin offering Jesus Christ fulfilled all of those things but I want to tell you what the moral part of the law of the Old Testament is still in effect and built upon by Jesus Christ you must understand that today the the Old Testament, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery. is still in full effect. It is part of the moral principles of the law. And Jesus Christ said, I never came to destroy it, but I came to fulfill. And if you want, if you want a good life, if you want to live the best life that there is, Get a hold of this and believe the precepts of everything in this book. Practice everything that's in this book. Hallelujah. Oh, don't discount. That's the thing. So many people have went into great error because they discount. I want, I want, you know, like I call it Walmart shopping. Well, I'm going to mark this chapter out. I'm going to mark this verse out. I'm not going to live by any of that. Amen. I'm telling you what, you don't have to do the, the ceremonial, sacrificial part of the law because Jesus fulfilled that. But everything else in this book is binding and incumbent upon the child of God oh yes then if you only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding keep the law of the Lord thy God then shalt thou prosper if thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments be strong and of good courage dread not nor be dismayed and the Bible said in 1 Kings God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart even as the sand of the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled. Listen. Listen what the Bible said. Solomon's wisdom that came from God excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. Egypt is a type of sin in the world. I'm telling you what. The east country with their wizards and their enchantments, we don't go back and do anything according to witchcraft. No, sir. And so he excelled the children of the east and the children of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men. And his fame was in all nations round about. 
The Bible said in Proverbs 24 and 3, Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. Oh, oh Lord have mercy. What we've got to have, we've got to have husbands that will be true Christian husbands. And we've got to have wives that will be true Christian wives. Amen. You understand, a wise woman builds her house. Does she not? Does that what the Bible said? A wise woman builds her house. But a foolish woman, what does she do? She plucketh it down with her hands. Lord, have mercy. We've got to have people full of the Spirit of God. Full of the wisdom that only the Holy Ghost gives. Lord God, listen to me. Through wisdom is in house builded. By understanding, it is established. Amen. Lord God. You can thrash and beat and be mean to your family all you want to. Amen. But there will be a day. Amen. I was visiting a man in the nursing home because he has no one that will take care of him because he has been meaner. Can I say it this way? He's been meaner than a junkyard dog to his family all his life. And when you come down... To the end, you're going to need somebody to help you. You're going to need help. The strongest and the smartest of us are going to need help. Oh, Sister Shirley is not in here. Amen. But we've been visiting Brother Breeding. Brother Breeding. And, uh, you know, you go and, and, and he's almost 97. And, and uh, I've been driving for 80 years. And he goes through those things. But he can't hardly stand up and get around like he used to. And it's so hard for him to realize that he is getting old. He's already gotten old. And he, you know, he had a garden until, you know, he used to farm back over there against the hill and all of that garden there in the back. And then, then he quit having to, he quit gardening that over yonder across the creek. And, and then he had all of that full garden. And, and this past year is about half of it. And it keeps on cutting it down. I'm telling you what, time will get a hold of you and age. And you must treat one another right so that somebody will consider you when you get old. Man, I was so alarmed at a girl that I went to school with and graduated with. She told her mother, she said, I'm not going to take care of you. And when you die, I'm going to have you cremated and I'm going to flush your ashes down the commode. How horrible can you get? How horrible can you get to treat your mother like that and talk to your mother like that? Well, you understand, she got to where she wasn't able and, and she only had one daughter and she died. And now, here a few weeks ago, uh, the neighbors called and said, we haven't seen her out in a few days. We haven't seen her out. Amen. Well, we, we can't go. And the neighbor said, I've got a key. I can go in. Don't you do that. And they said, if she doesn't, they took food and hung it on the doorknob and knocked and said, we brought food to you. Amen. And uh, the next morning they got up and the food is still hanging on the doorknob. And she called, and the police said, if she hasn't got it off the doorknob, we'll know. And, we, and so they went in and she was laying in the floor dead. Oh, with rats and roaches all around. I'm telling you why. You better get a hold of God. You need God. You need desperately. You need God. Oh, Father. Lord God, have mercy. Through wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is established. 
The Bible said, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give understanding, instruction to a wise man, and he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. But some people, you cannot tell them anything. They will not listen to anything of reason. The Bible said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. I'm telling you what, oh, get a hold of this book and read it and read it and ingest it and make it a part of your life. Make it the main part of your life. I'm trying my best to speak to you this morning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. My Lord, the Bible said in Psalm 111, verse 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. His praise endureth forever. Oh, God. Proverbs 19 and 8. He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that getteth understanding shall find good. I'm telling you what. I want to get a hold of this. I want to get a hold of the precepts of the word of the Lord. How about you? I want to, I'm trying my best to encourage you to read this book and live by it. Read this book and live by it. Read this book and live by its precepts. In Daniel, the fifth chapter, we have Belshazzar. And he tells them to bring out the golden vessels from the house of the Lord. And they began to have a drunken party there him and his lords and then all of a sudden the bible said the fingers of a man's hand appeared there over next to the candle amen and this fingers of a man's hand started writing it was over there by the candle not under a basket, not in the darkness but over there by the candle the fingers of a man's hand began to write I want to tell you something. The fingers of God's judgment will write judgment against you if you're not careful. Amen. And so here, amen, this hand began to write. And his knees smoked together. And he called for the astrologers. And they couldn't answer. They couldn't give the answer at all. And the Bible said in Daniel, the fifth chapter in verse 11, it said, There is a man in thy kingdom in whom... Is the spirit of the holy gods. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. It's wonderful that we can have men in this hour that have the spirit of the holy gods. There is only one eternal God. Amen. Hallelujah. In whom is the spirit of the holy gods? And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods was found in him when the king Nebuchadnezzar thy father the king I say thy father made master of the magicians astrologers Chaldeans and soothsayers I have heard of thee he said in verse 14 that the spirit of God is in thee and that light and understanding and an excellent spirit is found in thee but I want you to understand there she spoke to him she said, this man, Daniel, has the spirit of the holy gods. Amen. I don't want nothing. Brother, I love being around Brother Kenneth Sturgill. He was not an educated man, but he was a man who had the power of the Holy Ghost. And he said, 
he said, told his wife they were in a service and they got to carrying on a bunch of foolishness. And he said, I feel a boogery spirit in this place. Did you hear what he said? I feel a boogery spirit in this place and I am not staying. Pauline said, now Ken, we've got to stay here. He said, I feel a boogery spirit and I will not stay. Now if you're going home with me, I am leaving now. Please, Kenneth. And he just reached over and got his hat and jerked it on and got up and walked out. Hallelujah. I want you to know I don't want that boogery spirit. I want the spirit of the holy God in me. Amen. I want the spirit of the holy God in me. And so he said, oh, that light and understanding and excellent spirit Amen. Light and understanding and wisdom and the wisdom of God. Oh, you know, we talk about the wisdom of Solomon. You remember when the two women came and they, uh, they had uh, one of them overlaid her baby and she said it was her. You know, she had the other, the live baby. And so what they were, Solomon said, bring the, bring the child. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Bring the sword here. Now cut this baby in two. And then, and when, when he said cut the baby in two, the real mother screamed out, Oh, don't do that! Don't do that! The imposter said, Go ahead and cut it in two. And I'll never forget, many years ago now, Dad began to talk to a pastor and a preacher, If you stay at the church, brother, the church is going to split. And he said, God's dealt with me. Let the baby live. Amen. He said, It's a big country and a lot of places you can go to. There's no mark against your name. Let the baby live. Let the church live. Don't split it. And he agreed with Dad and then there was a man who was supposed to be full of wisdom said, don't you let Grant Horton intimidate you and encourage him to stay. And guess what? He split the church and stayed there. And Dad told him, he said, if you split the church and you stay there, he said, you're going to be nursing a dead baby. This was my dad's exact words. You're going to be nursing a dead baby for the next 25 to 30 years. That's exactly what happened. They had to lock the church. People were so angry at them. They were afraid. They were in there. Oh, there was a guy tried to beat him up. He had to get a big German shepherd dog to go with him uh, to protect him to go to the post office because they were so angry at him. My Lord, what's, what, what have you profited? What have you done? You don't have any wisdom. You don't have any common sense. Amen. And so... Uh, it was on my phone, a news article come up on my phone, and it showed it's one of these TV courts. And this man and this woman were into it over this little dog. Both of them were claiming it as their dog. And, uh, and so they were talking back and forth, back and forth. And uh, the, uh, the woman judge there, she said, uh, somebody said, where is the dog? And they said, it's here, we have it. And she said, go get it. And so there's, the bailiff got up and went out of the courtroom and come back in with this pretty little old white fuzzy dog, little old bitty puppy dog. And, uh, and the judge said, and they brought it up to the front, she said, put it down. And when they put it down, that dog took off running to the man 
Amen. To that man and started jumping up and down, jumping up as high as he could jump, wanting that man to take him. That man reached down and picked him up. And she said, Case dismissed. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that we can have common horse sense wisdom that God can give us. Amen. The dog knew who its owner was. And I believe today that we can understand that Jesus Christ is the author of our salvation. And we're going to do everything to jump up and get a hold of Jesus. Follow his word. Follow his leading. Have the spirit of God. Have the power of God resting upon us. My Lord. My Lord. Oh God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And good understanding have all they that do his commandments. The Bible said in Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Oh, the main thing you need is the knowledge of the holy. My Lord, we have men and women that are obsessed with pornography. But if you'll get up the desire for the word of the Lord, instead of spending time going through a bunch of garbage, why don't you get yourself a Bible and get alone? Amen. You say, I have trouble reading. Amen. They have audio Bibles now. Amen. Sit down with your Bible and let somebody read it to you. Oh, it's a thrill to me to sit down and just let somebody that has learned pronounce these words and give you and you just read along with them and enjoy and absorb the word of the Lord the knowledge of the holy is understanding amen I'm going to have to quickly close here the Bible said in Isaiah 11 and 1 a rod shall come out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots and the Bible said the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him amen and the Bible said listen it's this rod out of the root of Jesse this branch, it's going to grow out of his roots. It's going to have the spirit of the Lord. There will be the spirit of wisdom. There will be the spirit of understanding. There will be the spirit of counsel. There will be the spirit of might. There will be the spirit of knowledge. And there will be the spirit of the knowledge of the fear of the Lord. And it shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of the eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. You know what? Oh, oh God. What we got to have is men with the Holy Ghost in them. Remember, I'll never forget Brother Ralph was called in on a deal there years ago. And there were a lot of accusations. He did this, he said that, and she said this and this. And I mean, they were going back and forth. And uh, they had this meeting, and Brother Moore was there. And Brother Moore said, hold it just a minute. And they just kept on, Brother Moore said, I said, hold it just a minute. There is guilt here. Brother Moore began to speak exactly what had happened. Oh, boy, I'm going to tell you what. Amen. It's like that woman claiming that little puppy dog. Amen. She had a good claim and going to court to try to defend it. But I'm telling you, there was somebody that had enough sense. Let's see who the puppy says. Hallelujah. Let's see who the puppy says is the owner. Oh, God, have mercy. 
I want you to understand today. I'm begging you. Oh, God, we've got to have. There is such a need. There is such a void that we have in the church for God called men to rise up to the work. There's such a need for God called mothers to rise up and lead their family in righteousness and truth. There is such a need for God empowered men to rise up now. Men full of wisdom, full of understanding to guide their families, to guide the church in these last days. Oh God, I'm telling you what, I'm so disturbed. You understand, they're having that deal in Richmond tomorrow. And it looks to me like they are trying to incite men to violence. Are you hearing me? And violence is not the answer. Hello, I said violence is not the answer. Amen. We've got to have men full of wisdom. Dear God, dear God. Amen. Listen. Oh, God's wisdom is the constitution that governs all things. Did you hear me? I say God's wisdom, the word of God, is the constitution that governs all things. The fear of the Lord is true religion. Amen. True religion has two branches, doing good and forsaking evil. God's wisdom teaches us to fear God and to shun evil. Amen. We're sure that God's wisdom always does right. Amen. Are you listening to me? Even though we don't understand its regulating principles, but I want you to know God's wisdom always does right. Amen. I'm going to try to close here. Colossians chapter 1. Get ready please. Colossians chapter 1 verse 2. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven in the word of In the word of the truth of the gospel. That is the hope that's laid up for us in heaven. It is the word of the truth of the gospel. For this cause we do not cease to pray for you. And desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That is what we've got to have. We've got to have a revival where people are filled with the Holy Ghost once again. I'll never forget, I was just a young Christian helping Brother Harvey teach Sunday school class. And a little boy raised his hand. And uh, yes, it was, we were taking prayer requests. And he said, pray for my daddy. He's a Christian, but he cusses. Uh-oh. That's a telltale sign that he needs to come back to the altar. Can I get an amen from anybody? Amen. Uh, we don't put forth bitter water and sweet water from the same fountain. Amen. We are born again. And we have this wisdom and the power of God and the knowledge of His will and our wisdom and spiritual understanding. Strengthen in our might. Listen. Strengthen with all might according to His glorious power, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I want to have the inheritance of the saints in light. I don't want any witchcraft. I don't want any darkness. I don't want any soothsaying spirit. Amen. 
I don't want any of that. But I do want. I want to be delivered. The Bible said who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Oh God. Oh God. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord that we can have this. Stand with me please. Second Chronicles 19 and 7. The Bible said this. Let the fear of the Lord be upon you. For there is no iniquity with the Lord our God. Nor respect of persons. Nor taking of gifts. You can't bribe God. Thus shall you do in the fear of the Lord. Faithfully and with a perfect heart. In the Bible. I want one final scripture. Proverbs 8 and 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. And then it's got a colon there, and it lists some things that are evil. Number one, it says pride. Next, arrogancy. Next, the evil way. Next, the froward mouth. And God makes one final three-word statement. These things do I hate. Amen. Oh, God. Lord, please, let the fear of the Lord come upon us. Lord, that that pride and arrogancy and evil way, the froward mouth, will be taken away. That we would honor your word. We would respect your word. We would give our lives completely into your hand, Lord. Lord, you're not willing that any should perish, but all would come to repentance. I pray, God, that you would help us to love truth, love righteousness, love the word of the Lord. Oh, God, the fear of the Lord is clean, and it endures forever. Lord, help us to follow you. Please help us to walk uprightly before the most holy God this day. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Would you take time, please? Just take a few minutes and get around these altars. Would you come right now? Come right on. Hallelujah. If you're in the battle for the Lord and right, keep on the fiery line. If you win, my brother, surely you must fight. Keep on the fiery service he will find no place so keep on the firing line oh you must fight be brave against all evil never run nor even lag behind if you would win for god and the right just keep on the firing line god will only soldier he can trust keep on the firing line if you wear a crown then bear the cross you must keep on the firing line life is but to labor for the master dear help to banish evil and to spread good cheer Great, you'll be rewarded for your service here. So keep on the firing line. Oh, you must fight. Be brave.
certainly appreciate the message this morning. I want the truth, don't you? I want to do what's right. And God made it possible that we can, church. And he promised to help us. Remember service tonight, please. 
Please steal away somewhere today, sometime, and pray. Pray for the service. Pray for our community. Pray for our nation. We are in dire need of the saints of God praying for our country. The trouble, the turmoil, the hate, the bitterness that is spread by the enemy of our soul. But if truth and kindness is spread, things can change. Please don't forget service tonight at 6 o'clock. Come praying, believe in God, invite somebody to the house of the Lord. Stand with us, if you will, let's be dismissed in a word of prayer. Father God, thank you, Lord, for the message today. I challenge our hearts, Lord, to be more faithful, more dedicated, Lord, to seek you for our every need. God, you promised us that you'd guide us in all truth. Lord, help us, Lord, to help others find this truth. God, go home with each of us and bring us back at the point of time. We'll honor you, Lord. We'll praise you, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Shake hands and be friendly. You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord.